0: So welcome to this uh, final episode of Simply Biz Besties season one. We're doing a bit of a reflection on the experiment that has been the Simply Biz Besties podcast today. We're so excited to share with you about our podcasting journey, some of the tips and tricks that we've learned about podcasting to pass on to you. And we're going to just be giving you a bit of behind the scenes into some of the ups and downs of the podcasting journey. So stay tuned and let's go. If you're a solo business owner, you know there can be days when you want to give up and choose an easier path than the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship.
1: It's moments like these that I call my biz bestie and we ride the roller coaster together.
0: I'm Shelly, a copywriter and homeschooling mom in Johannesburg, South Africa.
1: And I'm Francesca, a life coach and community manager in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the US.
0: We're two biz besties on opposite
1: sides of the world, running our own independent businesses together. And we'd love to invite you into our Biz Bestie conversations as we share everything we're learning about running an independent business online. Carry on the
0: conversation we start today in our online community at community.simplybizbesties.com. And for show notes, you can go to simplybizbesties.com. We can't wait to see you in the community. And now let's dive into today's topic. So, hey, everyone, and hello, Francesca, my Simply Biz Bestie. Can you believe that this is like our last Simply Biz Besties episode of this this
1: season, this experiment of Simply Biz Besties? Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. I feel like even though we've spent a large portion of this year working on it, it just feels like it went by so fast. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why we wanted to take a moment, as Francesca always encourages
0: me to do, take a moment to pause, reflect, and celebrate what we've achieved with this podcast. And also just to thank you, our listeners, for coming along on this journey with us. We so appreciate it. And we also wanted to pass on some of the, the lessons we've learned on, as I say, the, the sort of tech side of things and actual nuts and bolts to do in a podcast. And also just lessons of running a a co-hosted podcast. So this podcast was a giant experiment and I love experimentation. And I just love that this podcast has been an opportunity for me to walk the talk and actually do an experiment and put something out in the world to just try it out. And that's really how we started this podcast And I know Francesca, you also love yourself a little bit of an experiment. So can you just remind our listeners about why we love experimentation so much and what it means to you?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be us if we didn't do an analysis episode where we talked about experimentation. If you've listened to the other episodes, you know that it's a big deal for us. But just to remind you, we love experimentation because First of all, it takes the pressure off. It's all about practicing and it makes it a lot more fun. We can take off our feeling like we need to perform and just enjoy the process. The other reason we love experimentation so much is there's so much learning to be had. We get to find out what has worked for us, what hasn't worked, and then decide what we'll do differently. Experimentations are so, so valuable. Do you have anything to add there, Shelley? Yeah, no, it's
0: totally. Like, Francesca just made me open up our downloads, which I don't, like, I don't, like, watch, like, religiously. Some people will be (laughs) watching that every day. But I was like, oh, let me go and open it up and see. But you know what's so cool is that we've actually got some stats, some numbers, some information to work from now. Whereas if we hadn't tried this, if we hadn't put it out into the world... We just would be none the wiser. So, I think there's so much like people want to guess and try and uh, look into the future and be clairvoyant about the future. And the fact is, you can only get that kind of information and those insights if you're actually trying things and actually doing things. So, that's why experimentation is great. And I I think also it just bears reminding as you are doing these uh, experiments that, yes, it is an experiment. We're just having fun, we're just practicing. And I think it's been nice also to have this beginning and end of the experiment that we agreed that we're going to do this one season sort of series of podcasts. And it feels really great because it's like, this is, it, it's being given this beautiful container and we can actually have this four stopping points to go, okay, let's review uh, rather than like, okay, next thing, like, just like, you know, keep on that hamster wheel. So I think having that start and end date to your experiments is also really, really important. Yeah, so that reminds everyone of experimentation. And if you want to dive deeper into this, I believe it's episode four that we eventually uh, ordered the episodes. That episode on experimentation was, in fact, the first one we recorded. So I I just would love to share with the listeners as well, just like how this whole podcast started and I mean Francesca and I as we have mentioned we have these biz bestie conversations once or twice a month and we were just sort of looking at different ways to strategize in our business and we thought well why don't we do a podcast together and Francesca was like I'd love to do a podcast with you (laughs) and I was like okay all right well let's do it (laughs) how hard can it be (laughs) and from there, I said, all right, well, why don't we just, hit, I mean, essentially just take up this basic conversation and hit record on it. And like next week, why don't we just record a podcast? And we thought, well, since this is an experiment, let's talk about experimentation. And I'm always on about experimentation. We'll just talk about experimentation and see where we go. So we really just put together quite a rough outline and hit record on Zoom and recorded it what can you remember of those like first first days of recording the podcast
1: yeah well I remember the first time you brought it up and I don't even know when it was it doesn't even matter but like I just remember I had been thinking about it like imagining how fun it would be to do a podcast with you but I was too nervous to say anything (laughs) I'm so excited about the idea. I was like, uh, no, I'm not ready to mention it. And then when you mentioned it, I was like, definitely my strongest memory about the start of our podcast. And then also planning out the names was really fine. Mm-hmm. And I was so grateful to have you as the copywriter. Like you just like spouted out all of these ideas and then we could collaborate and be like, oh, I like this one. How about this one? You know, it was just really fun
0: yeah and, and and I remember you going okay, and we kind of settled on on some people's besties so we were just about there and like you were like, shall we shall we put it in like a couple of Facebook groups and get people to vote? I was like, no, no, let's go for it like <laughs> let's just like I, I I think I loved it and I was like, I'm buying the domain. We're gonna do this. <laughs> and I think that was also was really cool is like we really complimented each, each other in in you know from from the start like complimented each other in terms of our personalities i think my sort of just, i always call myself a rebel but just like i was like oh let's try this let's try this experiment but i think then I at, at some points was like no 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 I want to back out of this this is just not too much um and, and that was when you were like no this is cool like we you know we're doing this so <laughs> we really complimented each other but I think let's first talk about like
1: what do you think was the most fun part of doing this podcast for you Definitely by far, the most fun part of doing this podcast was uh, recording episodes with you. I just remember uh, in the beginning, we were recording episodes and we were just like, this is so easy. Like, I think this might be even like the easiest part of my business ever to experience like that flow in a way that potentially like I hadn't even before was so good. But it's just also, it's just so fun to like, hang out with you. And also to be able to talk about the things that we're passionate about. There's something about verbalizing it, knowing that you're helping someone that helps at least me feel like that expert energy, like that obviously is already there, but to experience the feeling of it is really cool. And Daniel was just telling me, my husband, he said, yeah, I, I always know when you're recording your podcast because I hear you laugh so much. <laughs> I just thought that was such a cool compliment. <laughs> it
0: is cool. And just think of all those laughs like in people's kitchens and living rooms and in AirPods. and <laughs> It's so cool. I think ditto to that for me. Like... Recording the episodes was such a fun part. I think I also had a lot of fun actually designing the websites in Card, my favorite website builder. I loved, yeah, just getting all the like marketing assets ready and just like yeah, having free reign on that. That was that was really fun. But I I think my 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 big favorite was actually recording the episodes. And I think once we'd recorded that first one. I started taking it and going, okay, let's see how we can edit it. And I experimented with the Apple r And then eventually we took it over to a program called Camtasia, which is like more of a kind of video learning platform. After we'd kind of done that, then we started going, all right, now we got to like actually do the nuts and bolts of of actually editing this podcast and getting it out into the world. And I, I think that's when, look, things did get a little bit harder at that point. I think I still found it fun, but that was where the unknowns were. Like it was totally unknown of of what we had to do. So I think maybe since I've started on this train, maybe I could just talk about some of the tech pieces that we did. Um, just to share with with everyone else so that if you are thinking of starting a podcast that you know what's what's in it for you so perhaps first i must mention that um, we were heavily influenced by uh, rachel cook and jameson cook's episode on starting a podcast on rachel cook's promote yourself to ceo podcast and she gives some great advice and tips for, for starting a podcast there's actually two episodes there that we'll link to but I knew from that episode that we needed a podcast host. So you can't just like, well, like, I don't know. I mean, I think you can just put it on Apple podcasts, but you actually need a place to host your podcast. So that for us was a service called Buzzsprout. And there's another one called Libsyn, but Buzzsprout we found was amazing. just really cool. They also have a lot of user and support stories and like manuals and best practices To follow. So that was really helpful. And so we really loved Buzzsprout. And so you upload your stuff to Buzzsprout and then Buzzsprout then uploads it everywhere Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. So that is something that you need. And you kind of want to get your podcast up onto Buzzsprout like at least a week before you want to launch. You probably want to like make it two weeks to to be safe, even three weeks if you're more cautious and get an initial episode. So that's what we did is we got a little intro episode. So again, it wasn't our our first official episode. Uh, We're doing an intro and an outro episode now. So we got that intro episode up just to test the process and check that everything was working and it was like starting to populate on Apple Podcasts and everything was was a-okay. And then, yeah, then it was like just getting a website for the podcast. I like obviously put my hand up for that and designing it on card. But you can even just set up a little website on Buzzsprout if you wanted to as well. So you don't even have to worry with a special website, although we we quite liked ours and it was quite fun to use and, and publish it like that. And we edited for YouTube and for audio. And this is where I think I'm going to just give a huge shout out to Nicole at PinPal Media, who she supports both of us in our businesses. And so she then said, yep, she's putting her hand up to, to do, to do the editing for the, for the podcast. And she hadn't done it before, but to listen to the podcast and to watch the YouTube videos, you would not say it. I'm sure those of you who are watching it would agree. And I think she's become quite a professional at it now. She has been amazing. Francesca and I would give her a very long podcast episodes. And she just worked magic with those and with those podcast episodes. She has been just amazing. So Huge thank you to you, Nicole. I know you're listening to this as you're editing it. Thank you so much for editing out all our ums and ahs. And when we like maybe went off track, uh, those all got nicely edited out for our listeners. <laughs> Although we still have very long episodes, people. That's just who we are, I've, I've, I've realized. <laughs> but yeah, those are some of the the, the tech pieces and as I said, we put it onto YouTube as well because we recorded it on video anyway. So it wasn't too much extra work to do a YouTube video and then Nicole would um, export it as an audio and then pop that up on Buzzsprout. So that was just some of the, the, the technical aspects that I wanted to share with you. And as I said, we used a program called Camtasia to, to do the editing. Of these of these podcast
1: episodes, I also wanted to add that uh, Buzzsprout has the ability to not just post on Apple Podcasts, but it will do a whole bunch of different podcast, um, like Google Podcasts and Stitcher. So that was something else that we really enjoyed. And I have to take a moment, and I want to echo what Shelley was saying. For Nicole at PinPal Media, we're just so grateful for you and we want to celebrate you here. Thank you for all of the hard work that you put into helping us make this podcast happen. We know that we couldn't have done it without you. She did an extraordinary job on our social posts, so she took care of all the graphics for us she took care of the hashtags and she took care of the posting. So that's all super helpful in, in this process to, to help us out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's also the thing to go that if
0: you're going to start a podcast, you might need that extra help, that, that outsourcing help to outsource things that's, yeah, that yeah, maybe are just not in your zone of genius. And sure, like, you know, you can use the programs you have to, to edit it and, and by all means, maybe start like that. But I think if this is going to be a, a long-term thing in your business, you might need a factor in getting some extra help just to support you in your podcast. So, yeah, just a, just a little note on, on that. I want you to tell us why, why, why you let me settle on Simply Biz Besties. <laughs> why let <laughs> you settle? all yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I was like, we're doing this. But why Why did we choose the name Some
1: People's Besties? Yeah, I definitely feel like we decided together. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that there was this moment. We might have, I we definitely recorded like two episodes before we picked our name. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least and I remember we just like had this light bulb moment of how much we love simplicity. And so that was like the first part simply. And this idea of like, we wanted to help business owners, whether they are first starting out or farther down the line, create a business that had more simplicity in it, because we know that that's the gateway to more flow and ease. And then the biz besties, obviously our connection And I feel like I can give credit to you, Shelly. Like you kind of coined that name, like biz (laughs) bestie. Like you just called me my, you know, biz bestie, like from the very beginning, our relationship, um, which is super cool. But also I think there's like a deeper vision here too, is like we wanted to help business owners not feel alone and not just be a solopreneur that... Felt super overwhelmed by the process and stopped having fun in their business and to create a sense of community that it's possible for you to meet your biz bestie and to collaborate with other amazing entrepreneurs so that you can still be this independent incredible entrepreneur who creates a vision for your business, but at the same time, you're not feeling like, oh, you know, I miss having coworkers. You would still have that feeling of being very connected and getting the support you need with having people to bounce ideas off of and, you know, just enjoy the exploration together.
0: Yes, absolutely. And like, that's what we wanted to invite everyone into like our bestie conversations, as we say in the intro. And and yeah, just encourage encourage people to like reach out, to establish those connections because very often you can get like, so bogged down in your own thinking. And it's just so great to get a different viewpoint, a sounding board and yeah, to yeah reach out to those those potential BizBestie relationships as well as just to share like, what we're discussing and you know we're your we're your biz besties if you're listening to this so it's it had to be that name and then know it just like encapsulated everything we wanted to do with this podcast are you ready to talk about the challenges we experienced yeah let's do it, it wasn't all sunshine yeah. like we, we, <laughs> talked about this now, but we like of course like to yeah in the spirit of transparency and just authenticity but i think also just to, just to know that, like if you do go ahead with a co-hosted podcast, these are some of the things to maybe watch out for, and yeah, to be okay with it <laughs> so yeah, do you want you want to talk us through Francesca
1: yeah, well, and to add on to your point i I want people to also know that if there is conflict, whether it is a co-hosted podcast or it's not, but you have a team supporting you mm-hmm. that it is okay if conflict arises. Like nothing has gone wrong. <laughs> it's actually, I would say, probably part of the biz bestie relationship.
0: And I think the thing was, we're now working to the same vision, you know? And I think each of us are our own ind- independent entrepreneurs. And now we had to work to the same vision. And I think I was like overwhelmed by the amount of work that this all was, all the kind of launch preparation that we were doing. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, this so is not simple." And I think I just felt a little constrained, a little boxed in, completely under pressure about the whole thing. I think that it was at that point that we had to go, "All right, let's." If we're going to see this thing through, then we're going to have to change the way we are working. And wow, I mean, we had we had I think at least two conversations over Zoom digging into these things. But that's what we had to do. We had to actually have these conversations and this is where i really give you so much credit francesca to like actually you know call it out to go you know i'm committed to working through this to to make a solution and i'm really glad that we that we did do that uncomfortable work to actually see this whole thing through i'd love to hear from your your perspective
1: if you give us your sort of high level overview of, of the conflict that we experienced It was really challenging and yet so beautiful because we both are just so committed. So even though those conversations were challenging and there's definitely challenges of like having this friendship where you're dealing with conflict through technology, but just to like show that it's possible to work through, we just were able to really like look inwardly to say, what's stressing us out? Okay, here's where we can take a step back and transition. And then it just got so good, didn't it, Shelly?
0: So for us, I think the solution was not like having a, like a project management system that was kind of telling us what to do. But I think also, and it helped once we were in the flow of like our regular broadcasts and, you know, there was a, a kind of cadence of an, a rhythm of recording, editing, publishing, and then promoting. We would like whittled it down. We simplified and went, this is what we do every episode, every time. <laughs> and so if we can just get into that flow, and specify roles and which we did between the three of us we can actually trust each other to do the things that we need to do and we don't need anyone else following up on each other and i think you've mentioned that trust element was so important i think also once we had that combined vision for this podcast also there's a set time period for this and we each also are going to do the things that are in our zone of genius Basically, we kind of have a workflow. And once we had that workflow, we literally had that top out slack, slap. And we knew each week we kind of just hit execute on that routine, which is what Francesca is genius about. We could actually follow through that routine. So once we had that workflow, it was just, I think, clear what each other was doing. What we identified is the kind of core task was me writing up an episode description, so, you know, we would have done the recordings and stuff like that. But th- from that episode description, we then had our YouTube description. We had the thing that went on our website. We had the, the description that went on Sibbite Sprite. We took that and then repurposed it for our Instagram posts. We then repurposed that as an email. And once I had written that, then I could stop also feeling like the bottleneck. And also Francesca could then be freed up to then like go and write the quote posts um, in social media. Um, And then Nicole could be free to actually get them all scheduled and and flowing. And, And I think once we maybe also identify that one key task we could then see where that flow happened. Then the actual recordings of the podcast, we would write up like an episode outline. And that also, that for me flowed easily. That side of things was quite easy. It was the post-production stuff that I think started tripping us up. But once we we got that general workflow, and I think also once we'd identified that one key task that kind of then could flow into all the others, because then that simplified things. That simplified things a whole lot. I wasn't writing new emails, new social media posts which I had been doing for the first couple
1: of episodes and like that was crazy (laughs) looking at it now yeah it was it was so much work and I think we worked together to say like how can we simplify things and like having that workflow it was just like oh my gosh It felt like all of the fun and the flow that we were experiencing in the podcast recording just like went all into all of the production piece, which we started the podcast because we had so much fun recording. Mm -hmm. And so to see the power of creating a workflow and how that can influence every other piece, I was just so nice. Like I stopped worrying about, oh, is this, has this gotten done? it was just like, I just need to worry about showing up for the podcast recording and writing the quote posts and posting in our Facebook group. And that's it. I mean, that's, that's still work for sure. Mm -hmm. But like, I think in the beginning, we were just kind of bumbling around and is, you know, obviously our first podcast, we'd never done this before. And it kind of felt like we were in these cobwebs of like, We were all dependent on each other. We wanted to give each other freedom to be independent. And yet it felt kind of impossible because we're like all these coppers, you know, like Mm. it just, it felt really sticky in the beginning. But I want to share this because from us bumbling around, That is how we got to the goal and to the beauty of the flow. It just felt so easy after that and so much fun.
0: So I think it's also just,
1: as you said earlier, important advice for
0: anyone who's doing any project uh, with a team of people. So even just one person, Uh, there's a, a team formation kind of model. They have these stages of team formation and it's forming, storming, norming, and performing. So in the forming stage, you're kind of getting together and like for us, was all exciting and like recording the podcast is cool. I mean, you know, like establishing this new brand and this project and then comes the storming and that's when things just get murky and people now are like, oh, but what about this? What about that? And people have got different visions and people have got different personalities and ideas, but you need that storming to get into a place of norming. So establishing norms and kind of overall rules, like for me, like heuristics, like you know general principles and rhythms and that was our workflow of like this is our norming these are the norms that we are going to follow and we all kind of agree with that and then you get to the performing stage and then you actually can perform well as a team and actually also just bring out the best in each other rather than as you say that cobwebs like metaphor of like where you know I think we we were like you know storming because we didn't actually think each of us was confused about the vision because it was experimental and I think this is also something to look out for in experiments is it is gonna feel murky sometimes and so you've got to be like okay with that. You sometimes just sit with it, but maybe use that murkiness to then find what are these kind of norms, these rules, these kind of general principles I can put together so that this doesn't feel so murky. And I think that's part of the journey of experimentation as we've learned now. But I think, yeah, just that's good communication. And I think just also that piece of staying in our zone of geniuses so that each of us could perform using our zone of genius and and bringing that to the table. Our zone of genius from a skills side, but also from a personality side, I think as well, for me, was important. And then so that takes good communication of going, hold on a second, I'm not cool with this or I want to change this and and running with, run with that. There's a, there's a lot of initiative required here, that kind of communication and actually being the change you want to see in the team and not blaming the other person in the team, but you actually being the, ch- the change in the team. I think also the thing is the more autonomy I got, the more um, trust you gave me, the better i performed. And I think that's lessons for everybody, no matter whether you're launching a podcast or hiring a new VA or whatever it is that you're doing, these these lessons apply across the board. Is that you're going to have conflicts, but work through it. It's worth it.
1: You can perform as a
0: team and really get the best out of everyone.
1: I think the biggest piece of ad- advice I have for people who are having conflict or, you know, might have conflict is to move towards the other person and to separate out from all of the, the details and the circumstances and really connect to their heart and don't make assumptions, but just really come from a place of love and of curiosity. And, and you can just really strengthen your relationship and learn so much. It's just really good to, for us to, to create a safe place, to be really honest with each other and, to make it better and and stronger totally and i think what we also did that
0: i want to bring out here is we walk the talk we simplified like that's that's what happened in the end we we weren't complicated <laughs> and then we came back to message and and simplified like simplified our systems simplified our way of working simplified communication and you know the simplest way of communicating is to just like be direct and and clear communication so all of that we needed to go on this journey didn't we i think it wouldn't have been a good enough experiment of simply biz besties unless we had to actually simplify which we which we did you know so we i feel like we've really walked the talk and that's something that i've that i'm really proud of i want to just ask you the question now before we celebrate and like just bring out some of the things that we're proud of and our wins is there anything that you would do differently if you were doing this again
1: One thing I would have done differently is at least experimenting with this was maybe like creating more content before we actually launched our podcast. Because I think we maybe had recorded two and then launched our podcast, um, which felt really exciting. But then we had, you know, every week it was like, oh, it's already and like, you know, things need to be posted. And I think maybe creating even a little bit more spaciousness would have been really nice.
0: I agree, like the the more head you can get, I think the better. And like episode eight was quite nice and that it was was longer. And I think maybe what I would do differently is these longer episodes that we've that we just have because we are who we are I, I would probably split them I would go and split all of them and then have that much more content and that much more space I think that's that's how I might create that kind of space if I were to do it again so we also thank you very dedicated listeners to you know if you are able to listen to a podcast episode beginning to end uh, then we like you're amazing, um, but I know a lot of you are listening to these in bite-sized chunks. So we appreciate you so much for coming back on your trips to take the kids to school and whatnot. You know, we really appreciate you. So I think that's that's maybe what what I do. We, we just have so much to say <laughs> on these topics. So I would I would probably go and try and chunk it up a little bit more, and even you know just cut the episodes at at relevant points and have parts to the conversation. You know, to your point, so that you're ahead of that so that it's not like every Friday oh my goodness is it Friday already and we need to record again and start that start that hamster wheel over again
1: <laughs> so Shelly like you had touched on this earlier but I was wondering if you could just recap what worked really well for us and then I'd love for us to go into like if anybody in our audience wants to start a podcast or a co-hosted podcast like what advice or wisdom would we give them? Yeah. So Buzz
0: Price, I can highly recommend. That worked really well for us. Getting Nicole on board as the as the editor and knowing that these shows got edited, outsourcing that was so worth it. And then and then getting to that workflow of actually just getting the podcasts launched each week and, and having that workflow. I think works really well. And what I would maybe do is uncomplicate the launch period a little bit because I think there was like quite a lot of buildup that we had. You know, it's like the website to be designed and there was a lot of that was it where a lot of unknowns happened. I would just, you know, get your first one out there, get even starting put in a few, a few weeks one after the other, say five. Just do it and then maybe build up your promotional activities to meet your capacity and then maybe do a big launch, like maybe, you know, like six weeks in and then do a big launch and then there's six six episodes there and by that point also you've hit your cadence, hit your rhythm with the workflow. That's the advice I would give and what worked really well for us eventually that we figured out. (laughs) Was there anything... Did you want to highlight what worked
1: so well? I think really, really good communication between us and the team. Being committed to each other and our audience and trusting each other. Definitely staying in our zone of geniuses worked really well. Saying, okay, like, Shelly is amazing at copywriting, so she's gonna do the YouTube description, the emails, and... And is amazing at community management, so she's going to sit in Facebook and and be the community representative
0: and mingle with the community. And then, of course, as we said, Nicole on the social media sh- scheduling and the and the editing that really really helped. We we could just let settle in. There was security in that definitely. Yeah.
1: I think what else worked for us was like we have a good relationship already, so like the recordings just felt so fun and easy. And then. We've kind of mentioned this a little bit about like the outlining process. Yes, we've had a plan this whole time. But like, there's also quite a bit of spontaneity and being inspired in the moment. And so I felt like we've found a really good balance and ever felt like recording the episode was really hard because we had an idea of where we wanted to go. And then we create an outline that we could go off of. But like, also, create lots of room for other pieces to come up that sometimes mm-hmm. we'd be amazed by, and like, wow, like that's better mm-hmm. than our outline. We're so <laughs> that came up. And then we talked about spaciousness a little bit, but I thought it was really wise for us. We did three episodes and then we would do a break week and we just did social media posts. This was perfect for us to kind of take a breather and prepare for the next set of episodes and all the production of it. But also, I think it was really good. Obviously, I can't speak for our audience because I'm not them, but like for them to get a chance to to think about what do I want to implement and yeah, like like a bit of a processing like I'm going to process what I just took in before we just like move on to the next thing right (laughs) yes yes absolutely yeah I I like all those reflections and
0: I I do agree that like having those break weeks built in like we were doing sort of worked out random days but it was like we would do three episodes and then a break and three episodes and then a break I think that worked really well for us also just to give us and the audience that space to to process
1: by the way, I just want to let everyone know that we all went on vacation during our podcast season too. So (laughs) I just want to share that because I think vacation is very important and I think it helped all of us feel refreshed, but because we had such a good team, we were able to do that where it didn't like Everything didn't break down. I had a lot of holidays at the end of this year because all our postponed
0: holidays from lockdown got like yeah. bunched into the end of the year. And it was so awesome to just like, Oh, I I can get my, my podcast email like, you know, that Nicole has sent, um, but I've written like, you know, before I've gone and and like, yeah, you just check my phone. Oh my goodness. There's my podcast email. It's such a good feeling <laughs> to know that these things are happening without, without you doing it in real time and yeah, that you can, can balance. So I think, yeah, we did, we had a good, we had a good balance. I think you talked about the balance and the outlines. And I think it's important to have the outline for an editor the editing process so that the editor knows where you're going. But at the same time, having that space for spontaneity, I think was so fun. Should we have a look at some of our, our numbers? Uh, I know yeah. you love, love the numbers. So if I go and have a look at Buzzsprout, and it's got really great stats, and they've got something called a podcast predictor. that will even predict how many downloads they expect you to have for your next podcast. But maybe first to just say is that in podcasting, like we're encouraging you to subscribe, but it's actually the downloads that make the difference. So you do, you're you not chasing subscribers as much as you're chasing downloads. Obviously, if someone is subscribed, then they're more likely to see it in their podcast player and then download it. But you need them to download it to count as a, a download. So overall, we've had 187 downloads. And I look at that and go, oh, it's okay. I, I mean, I don't even really know. But What's so cool is that, like, we've got some actual numbers. We know also the majority of people, for example, 36% listen on Apple Podcasts, 15% on Overcast, 13% on Deezer. I hadn't even heard of Deezer before this, to be honest. And then the Buzzsprout Embed Player, which is on our website, was 13%. um, And then in the web browser was 5%. So we've got these, like, really great stats that we can not actually act on and think about and yeah, just process. So, you know, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure we could have gotten more downloads and like I'm um, even, I, I said to Francesca, shall should we, should we share that number? And what did you say?
1: <laughs> I said, of course, because, well, <laughs> Shelley said like, I'm not even sure what this number means. Like, <laughs> I think we both were just, we wanted to enjoy the process. So to be honest, I don't think we really even paid attention mm-hmm. to our downloads. But like, I think that it's so important for everybody to know that that's okay, that you can just enjoy the process, first of all, but also to celebrate, you know, it's not thousands of people thousands of downloads, right? But like, I don't know about you Shelly, but I feel so satisfied. So So satisfied. Like I consider myself a podcaster.
0: I'm like, I've got a podcast, you know? And I think that that is so cool. And, And just that we've got this content out there. So like, that's the downloads as of today. But that content is out there and those downloads will just increase. The, the content is still there for you all to enjoy. And maybe you're even listening to this episode like way into the future. I hope things are okay, everyone. <laughs> but this is content that's not out there. It's an experiment that we've done, but the benefits... Are going to continue for us it's going to continue connecting us with other uh, business owners who want to simplify their lives they're going to connect to us and to our businesses and and we also have content now that we can repurpose and share as well so it's been awesome it's been really cool to to do this experiment with you Francesca and to just also just bring so many people with us on on the way. It's been so wonderful to just get the feedback of people listening to the podcast and supporting us. Really just to thank everyone who has sent us emails and been part of the community. so cool to know that we we're like, you know, in AirPods in Australia and all across South Africa and all across the US and in in London and the UK and France. So I, mean, I could probably check the, um, check the geography stats here, but those are the people I know that have been listening to this podcast and I really appreciate everyone for just supporting us on, on this business journey. And I, I really hope that you have all benefited from what we've shared and just joining the Biz Bestie Circle. Any wins that you want to celebrate? I'm sure you've got plenty to celebrate.
1: Oh, absolutely. And part of it is this number that you, you came up with. I remember when we got to our Simply Biz Besties email address. for out sent us this celebratory email that we had had 150 downloads, and I just felt so excited because honestly, like I said, I wasn't paying attention to it, and part of it was because this was really about doing something that I really wanted to do. I had, I think, I had the desire to podcast before, it, like I even knew it existed. Honestly, like when I was younger, I would either write out on a piece of paper, like as if I was writing to an audience, but there was a lot of times I was recording things into my phone. And so I think that is just such a big celebration that we did it and like fulfilling a dream that's been on my heart, uh, was so satisfying to the way that we went about it, where we like had the idea and then we just went for it. I think is another huge win because there's so many times in our businesses that we have an idea and then we second guess it and we overanalyze and, you know, maybe we eventually launch it like eight months later. And then we're like, why did we wait so long? Right. So (laughs) the fact that we just went for it, I think is such an extraordinary win. Obviously the way that we strengthened our relationship through this and the 150 downloads, like Oh, like I'm so in love with that number because yeah. actually it's more than that. I don't, what did you say? Honestly? 187. 187, like it tells me that it's working. Maybe it doesn't look like that if we compare that to, you know, podcasts that have thousands. But honestly, like what worked here was like, I totally tuned out all of that noise. I didn't even pay attention. It was just more like, what is going to satisfy my desires, Shelly's desires and bring an amazing service into the world. And so the fact that people are downloading is like, it's like, Oh yeah, it's working. People are engaging. Like this is helping people. Oh gosh, Shelly. Like I remember someone wrote a post about us and tagged us about how it had like inspired them And how they weren't tossing and turning about their website anymore. Yeah. And I just remember like feeling so happy. Because like that honestly was the biggest success. Like Mm -hmm. even just having one person. And I'm sure there are others that we don't know about. But like. I'm going to give
0: Kendra at Aurora Media a shout out. Thank you so much (laughs) for. Yeah, just that post. It really encouraged us on that first episode. Or yeah, it was one of our first episodes. So encouraging to see that that we encourage you. So and, and that you, you know, also with as you said, you know, just procrastinating about publishing
1: your websites and then the next week you'd publish. So so cool. So awesome. Yeah, we're we're so just happy for the progress you made and excited for the business that you're creating and just so grateful that, you know, we get to be a part of your journey of having more fun in your business and not losing sleep over things that you don't need to. Those are a bunch of my celebrations. I feel like there's probably a ton more. I certainly had so much inspiration that affected my business from our episodes and learned a lot from even talking about My topics that I'm passionate about and hearing it reflected back from you, there's so much learning in that for me. I'm so anxious to hear, like, what do you want to celebrate, Shelly? Yeah, that I've brought this
0: podcast into the world, that it's, you know, like it's a real thing, like how I've grown and up leveled as a person. It's just, it's just been so cool, like in, and in my business. I can agree with you, like, in talking about these things, there's so much more content that I feel like, oh, I can help people in this way or that way. And talking through it in the podcast has started that. So that's just something I want to celebrate. That yeah, I like that the fact that we've been 187 times in people's ears, like it's just so cool. It's cool to to know that we that we get in that kind of reach and and helping um people out there it has been so cool. But like in doing that, we've grown and we've up leveled as business owners. And that's, yeah, that's been so, so cool. And I just like, would love to, to celebrate that. So now let's talk about what's next for each of us. Francesca, what's your plans for 2021? What are you going to do? Are you going to do another
1: podcast? Yeah, definitely. Well, that's been a huge part of our decision-making process was that there are other projects that we're really excited about. And so while we've loved doing this podcast for right now, you know, we've decided, okay. We're not going to do another co-host podcast right now because we're excited about these new things. And I am so excited about some of the new offerings that I am rolling out. And if you are interested right now, please send me a DM on Instagram as I'm starting to get these out into the world. A lot of my offers have started to combine I guess my zone of genius of life coaching and the mindset piece with workflow and with systems and strategies. I think that was a huge learning point for me in uh, the entirety of this season was how much I love working within systems. And we really got to see, you know, what having a workflow can create And I'm so passionate about seeing other business owners experience that same amount of flow and ease in their businesses. So I am opening services as an executive coach, executive life coach, who I'm going to be offering some, some more things around like, okay, what are the practicals where, when it comes to your schedule, for example, So I'm gonna be offering a schedule audit and we will sit down and actually analyze your schedule and see where are you starting from right now. And then we're gonna clean things up and we're gonna look at both the mindset piece and the schedule piece of where your priorities that you want to have, they're not lining up in your schedule. And what are the things that we need to clean up? Uh, it's going to give you that back support so that you experience more flow, you experience more creativity, you experience more spontaneity, you experience less decision fatigue, less overwhelm, and your creativity thrives. So besides schedule auditing, I'm also going to be doing an email audit. So very similar where we do an assessment, a cleanup and design, but making your email work for you, just getting rid of the guilt and the shame and the urgency that sometimes email can create. So those are some of the things. I know it's not going to be all of it, but I'm very excited about that. Those two, the email audits and the
0: schedule audits are like your more shorter term offerings. Nice pack a punch intensive getting into one aspect but then there's the six-month coaching which I'm so excited for you to be launching to particularly business owners who are stepping up into that role of CEO right that have like established themselves to a certain extent in business but now like are like they've almost worked really hard to get there and they're kind of growing their business, but they're like, okay, but there's only one of me like, and I can't split myself in 17 different directions. And I know that you're going to help those kinds of entrepreneurs to set up those systems and routines that like kind of long-term structure. I'm so excited for that offer of yours. Um, and, And just overall, your combination now of mindset, which you're so genius at, and then bringing in the practicalities of actually getting workflows, routines, systems in place, and the combination of those two, it's so powerful. So I'm so excited for your 2021.
1: And yeah, like, I don't know if you want to say anything more about your six month coaching package. Sure. Yeah. I'm so excited about it too. I can't believe I forgot to mention it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's why I have my biz bestie, right? Like you don't have a biz bestie, go get one. (laughs) So I think the reason I'm so excited about the offering of six months one-on-one coaching is that you get that long-term support from me. So we get to dive even deeper into mindsets. We get to really set up some very powerful systems of where we go from things are super manual to things are automated and you get to go on vacation and you have tools that work as your team as well. Like sometimes it's people, but sometimes it's just systems and whether it's workflows or sometimes it's having like the tech side of things to support you. And so I'm really excited about creating this very holistic side of things where we can look at anywhere from you know, the practicalities of your time and your tech, and all of those bottlenecks that are just really draining your energy and keeping you from doing the high level things that you are a genius at and you love doing, whether that's life coaching or whether that's copywriting or whether that's va work freeing you up to do like what you enjoy most so you're just such wonderful work and yeah as i say i'm so excited for
0: your 2021 i think that there's just so much need for that and i think by unlocking both the mindset and the practicality side of things are uh, the, the like your clients it's just like the world is their oyster they can be unstoppable with that with that Good combination but you 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 do you you do need that outside voice that mirror to hold up to you so that you can see that and that you can unlock that and uh, you've supported me so so beautifully in doing that as well Francesca as a coach so yeah very excited for your 2021 and and all of your, I know you, you love yourself some Instagram. So if you want to go and chat with Francesca, you go and DM her at Francesca Woltanski on Instagram. She will chat to you. She's also going to be doing lots of posts and and really showing up big time on Instagram. So that's, that's, I think your, your big plan for 2021. And yeah, for me, next steps, I, as I've been homeschooling my kids this this last year, I've just gotten more and more passionate about helping moms to start a business and then grow and expand a business while they are just, you know, parenting their kids and um, while they are being mom. And even those moms like me who are now choosing to homeschool their kids as well. It is possible. It sometimes feels very daunting, yes. But it is possible to run a business and homeschool your kids or, or, or be that you know that like full-time mom. You can do both, you can have have the best of those both worlds. And so I've become more and more passionate about that. And so my big plan for 2021. i so excited for you to tell everyone <laughs> is that I'm gonna be writing a book that will help, like targeted specifically to mom entrepreneurs to help them with a lot of the things that we discuss here in the podcast of simplifying your business, because like, let's be honest, mom doesn't have time for like all these superfluous, complicated things. Everything that you're going to be doing in your business needs to, to actually, you know, get you a result. And also part of that result is, is your satisfaction and just doing things in your business that light you up, that you feel you are bringing impact into the world. And at the same time, making some money. Um, some good money because you are the business owner that you are, and you bring your genius and this beautiful value into the world. So that's going to be my big focus. And then with that, I'm going to be setting up a lot more digital products in the you you know business support entrepreneurship space on things on copywriting on website design just getting your message out there on launching your business launching your offers all of the things that I love talking about I'm going to be putting those together in a, a suite of digital products I haven't quite mapped it out just yet but it's probably looking like it's going to be a nice big vault full of resources that you can go and access and probably combined with monthly Q&A sessions where we focus in on a particular aspect of your business and you get my input into your business. So that will be alongside the book, which I'm so excited to write and to produce. So the book will be, my plan is to write it in six months and then I'll self-publish. So middle of 2021, July 2021 is going to be birthday for
1: my book. I'm just I'm so happy for you Shelly and it's been so cool to see how much we've grown as individuals and business owners since we first met each other and I just can't wait to experience another year of our friendship and and see where our businesses take us. Absolutely, me too. That's going to be so cool. I'm
0: sure there's lots of absolutes from me in this podcast. I'm sure you could like <laughs> the a whole other absolutes, but I really agree. Uh, I, I, I am filled with such a, a, a feeling of excitement. I'm surprised by what we've achieved, what I've achieved as well, like in my business and what we've achieved on this podcast. it's like this, pleasant surprise, and I think that's also comes back to experimentation. What is so cool about it? It's like some of the things you can't hypothesize about. There's like these unintended positive consequences that come out of of experimenting. So, I think my key takeaway for this episode is: if there is that that thing you want to try out, go and see what's the simplest way you want to try it out. Is it starting a business? Is it launching a new offer? And Go and start your experiments, everybody. I can't wait to see what you put out in the world in, in 2021 and, and do let us know like what you're going to do. Go and go and do that experiment. You have everything to gain and really nothing much to lose.
1: <laughs> yes, please tag us. We would love to hear what you guys are up to just because we are. Uh, deciding to end this season does not mean that we're not here and available to to get to know you and your business is better okay top takeaway I would say this kind of sums up my year for me like what I've been learning in my business in general and certainly uh, I've gotten a lot of support in this from my own life coach but I would sum it up in the word fun like If you have a business, it's meant to be fun. And if it's not fun, then go ahead and do some analysis and think about how you can create more fun in your business. I mean, this podcast is such a good representation of that because it came from a place of, oh, that just sounds so much fun. And then it was. That's where you're going to find more flow and more ease is by asking yourself, what inspires me what's fun right now who are the people that inspire me so that's my top takeaway is like have fun and go like run after those ideas that are fun and just go do it don't overthink it just go do it give yourself permission the world will thank you for it shelly how can people reach you so on
0: instagram i'm shady smith creative And ShadySmithCreative.com is my website. Come and like say hello and um, come and follow me on Instagram. Sign up to my email list on my website to stay tuned if you are a, a mom who wants to start or grow her own business.
1: I'm, I'm here for you, so I'd love to connect with you. And Francesca, tell everyone how they can connect with you. Yeah, so as Shelley said I love Instagram, so go find me there at Francesca Waltansky. and then you can go to francescawaltanski.com if you want to check out. Uh, I will be launching a new website very mm-hmm. soon in 2021. You need to wait
0: for a website designer and copywriter to do the finishing
1: touches. <laughs> yes, thank you, Shelley. Yeah. So come find me on Instagram. And as always, we'll have our Simply Biz Besties Instagram available to you all as well. So thank you everyone so much. We are so grateful for all of you listeners. And we have just enjoyed this journey so much with you. We love you so much.
0: Bye-bye everyone. Thanks so much for joining us in this wonderful season. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope what we've shared has made you feel supported by a whole biz bestie circle,
1: and that you feel like life as a business owner can be a whole lot simpler with the perspective of a biz bestie. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: We'd also love it if you'd share the Simply Biz Besties show with your biz besties by sending them a link through your podcast player or sending them to simplybizbesties.com. And we'll do a happy dance if you'd leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us to reach more biz besties
1: around the world. And just to remind you, the conversation has just begun. So head on over to community.simplybizbesties.com and let us know your thoughts, aha moments, or questions about what we talked about in the show. For show notes, go to simplybizbesties.com.
0: Sending you a sparkling heart emoji and a
1: virtual high five. See you next time. And here's a hug gift from me. Signing off, Simply Your Biz Besties.